we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. I need to do it again. From the Anajar yeah, and Levine yeah. Accident do Attorney it. Studios, it's LaVeca, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Oh, uh, Stone, can I interest you in a pre-kickoff skirmish between Miami and Rutgers at the Pinstripe Bowl? Please do. There was a skirmish before kickoff of the Miami and Rutgers game. Pinstripe Bowl. Heat. Tension. Yankee Stadium. Uh, So, by the way, Florida Atlantic in the American Athletic Conference, the champions of the American this year, SMU, for their troubles, their championship, (laughs) sent to cold, rainy Boston to take on the seventh best team in the ACC, Boston College. 11 a.m. kick. Hey, God, it looks terrible up there. Uh, Evan Cohen, part of Unsportsmanlike. You hear him every single solitary weekday morning, 6 to 10 a.m. here on ESPN 106.3. I have a moral dilemma, something that's been eating at me since yesterday. Uh, I've been eating since yesterday. (laughs) I I want to tell my moral dilemma in a second because I want to ask you about toxicity. um, We've been talking about the most toxic things in sports because – what the Broncos pulled with Russell Wilson, and fine, if they don't want him to be a part of the organization anymore, fine. If he's underperformed, objectively, he absolutely has. He probably shouldn't go into the five-year extension that they signed him to. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, this is a guy who played better this year. He was a big part of why they were thrust into contention. Sean Payton openly uh, going out him throughout the course of the year on the sideline for cameras to see. He knew what he was doing. And then after the biggest win of the year, you beat the Chiefs, and then the front office wants to sit down and they threaten you, take that injury settlement, that $37 million out of the deal, or else we're benching you the rest of the year. That's toxic NFL behavior. I hate that. For you, person, place, or thing, what's the biggest example of toxicity in sports right now, Ev? Well, if you think back to last year in the NFL, what would you say was the most toxic circus-like environment? Uh, I, I would say it occurred in the NFC North in a state that you and I both used to live in. Uh, the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, what would you say is one of the most toxic environments in the NFL this year? Uh, the New York Jets. Yeah, so how is Aaron Rodgers not somebody that brings mm. toxicity or circus-like environment with him? Whether on purpose or not, he, it still he, comes with him. He travels with him, for yeah. sure. I mean, the biggest, the Green Bay was a complete and utter circus last year, right? The whole thing with the immunization and everything like that. And now this year, uh, I'm on the IR. I'm not on the IR. I'm going to play. I'm not going to play. I don't Give know why you guys, weeks. yeah, I know. I don't know why you guys thought I was going to play. Well, because you said you were going to play. I don't know. I didn't want my to be on the active roster. They put me on the active roster, but they're the only people I'll play for. What? So Aaron Rodgers brings a circus with him. Maybe toxic is not the perfect word, but I think it kind of is. I mean, like that's certainly up there. I also would think about like college-wise, there's so many. Oh, yeah. that are Like Bobby Petrino is back at Arkansas mm-hmm. as an offensive coordinator. He's going to be the head coach no at some point again. doubt. He is going to be the head coach, and he was unbelievably successful from a winning and losing perspective. But to say that that was a toxic environment would be an understatement. So there are people, like when you're talking about the most toxic people, places, or things in sports, there are people that are consistently that, not one-offs. The Sean Payton, I don't like what Sean Payton and the Broncos are doing either, but I think that's more of a one-off. Like if you think historically, Sean Payton has, has built a great, or did build a great program in New Orleans. Russell Wilson obviously had a great situation going in Seattle. So I think that that's, that's kind of a one-off. Now, I will say... Think back, and I tweeted this out of Co Radio a couple of years, okay? 
think about if every one of these parties could do a redo right now. The Denver Broncos wanted Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. so they hired Nathaniel Hackett. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers traded two years ago would have been better for Aaron Rodgers, better for the Broncos, better for the Packers, and better for Jordan Love. Jordan Love would have been a starter for two years. They would have gotten more in return for him because of the fact that he had years left on his deal versus now, a year younger, obviously. The Broncos hired the worst coach in the league in Nathaniel Hackett, but at least then there was a reason for it in Rodgers. Russell Wilson then likely would have gone to the Giants, I think. The Seahawks would have gotten Daniel Jones in return. He would have been the same as Geno Smith last right. year. Like It's not like Geno Smith was like, Baker Mayfield's better this year than Geno Smith was last year. In yeah. terms of reclamation yeah. projects, Agreed. which is Agreed. crazy to say. So Seattle probably would have been better off because they would have had, you know, maybe even more at that point with the Giants. Now they got the fifth pick in the draft, whatever. The Jets would have started the rebuild even earlier, right? Am I missing a team? I'm trying to forget like which no, I team. I was, um, I was you're definitely missing Jets. a team. Your boys up in Foxborough. Uh, in, How do they have anything to do with this? They didn't have anything to do with the... the Rodgers to Denver. Chain. Hackett makes sense. Green Bay gets more in return than, the, than they did from the Jets. Love would be in the second year starting. Russ the Giants. Seattle gets... Oh, I did miss a team. Sean Payton to the Chargers. Oh, yeah. And they, I mean, in theory, are better off than getting Staley. Correct. And the Jets... I mean, like, literally, if you could rewind the clock two years, because this whole Aaron Rodgers, to come back to your initial question of toxic... To- yeah. How do you say it? Toxicity. <laughs> right. It's very hard word to say. Uh-huh. The toxicity of it. But because all of these people were in the wrong places... And I just gave you the scenario that everybody thought was going to happen two years ago that didn't happen. Everyone thought Rodgers to Denver, right? Yeah, for sure. Everyone thought Russ to the Giants. Yeah. Everyone thought Sean Payton to the Chargers. And Everyone it, thought Jordan Love would be the quarterback, which right. he is, right. but it would have been a year sooner. Right. I, I still don't understand, Stone. You had a very good last segment. I'm trying to understand how the Patriots fit into this in any way, shape, or form. I'll tell you what happened. Let's hear Stone try to go back on what he just said, which has nothing to do with what Ken and I are talking about. Go ahead, Stone. Uh, so so what had happened was yeah, I had been waiting for you to come in all day long with this topic. Oh, boy. I really wanted you to address toxicity. Mm-hmm. Not an easy word. Up in Foxborough. I wanted you to talk about Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft. Now, where you were going, rattling off situations, the grass is always greener in retrospect. Yeah, the Patriots did not fall into that. I get that. I did jump the gun on that. I did want you to address (laughs) Foxborough. To your point, they still would have finished. With all those scenarios (laughs) taking place, they still would, at this point, be... Bottom of you know where the they do AFC fit in East. is Bill Belichick and the rumors to L.A. At this point, right? No, they, they don't fit in going at to all. If you want me to bring up the Patriots, it's real simple. If they had literally an average quarterback, they would have been eight and nine, nine and eight this year. Their defense is so good, and they are missing two of their best. They're missing arguably two of the three best defensive players in on their team. In in uh, Christian Gonzalez, a cornerback, and Matthew Juna, a linebacker. Christian Barmore, as I said, since he was a rookie, is literally the next in line. Aaron Donald, Chris Jones, and he's next. He's that good. Their defense is phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Their quarterback play is so horrific, and somehow Bailey Zappi is the guy that saves them. That You can make the argument if Bailey Zappi was their quarterback the whole year, they would have been not as good as the Dolphins. I'm not saying that. And not as good as the Bills. Not saying that either. But they wouldn't have been a joke. And Belichick would easily have been back last year. Well, he made a mistake as a singular mistake in Mac Jones. So as it it stands right now, is it toxic, though? No. No, it's not, actually, because the players are playing. Bill Belichick and Bailey Zappi hugged 
after the Broncos game. They hugged. Brought that up. Who's? Yeah, we talked about that. Well, how uh, could that be toxic? Uh, Maybe because, the fact that he's breaking and that he's hugging players right. is the well, toxic. No, but the, you're assuming it's him. I would assume it's someone else. The toxicity is Mac Jones. They basically just oh, sort of the they put all the blame on 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 old Mac. I would just, uh, well, I mean, they should. That was Bill. No, it's, it's a mistake. I would point to Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick's relationship being the thing that's toxic. As really? It what have right you heard now. about it? Uh, it's not that I've heard it. <laughs> it's not a thing at all. And it, you don't want to do this with me. I, I mean, I definitely don't. It's not going to work for I de- you. I, I, I definitely don't. Ten strides for, for you, 20 years. It's not going to work. But for you to try to say things are smooth sailing answer, up there. But you're putting words in my mouth. You're taking me to a... You, you bring me on. You ask me a question that is your topic of the day. I answer it logically. And you're mad that I didn't answer it the way you wanted me to answer it. So Absolutely why not. not. Just, why not just say, what do you think about the Pats? Wouldn't that have been a lot easier than whatever you're doing currently? When I jumped in and said Patriots, <laughs> it that made was no sense. my translation that, saying, hey, you want to talk about the Pats, that, please? So so what I would say is that who is the one in the Patriots organization leaking, oh, Robert Kraft might make a move. Robert Kraft considering. Uh, no one. Uh, 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 you don't think that that's coming from somewhere? If I had How to guess. How come Robert Kraft isn't putting a plug on that? I think I, there is toxicity If there. I had to guess where this is coming from, not Duke nor Hellman's, but maybe a little mayo. <laughs> come on. Really? Just saying? Really? Just saying. Keep an eye. Okay. Not sold that he's going to be the head coach. Okay. Uh, I do think the Patriots Hello, come Vrabel. off. As, <laughs> I do think the Patriots come off as toxic. No, they're not. You just want them to be. You guys can't even convince yourselves. Just take here instead of saying they're toxic. How about you know what the team that you root for, the Miami Dolphins, are significantly better than the team that has been the best team for the last twenty yeah. years. That's and, it. That's and, all you need to do. And the Dolphins' vibes are immaculate compared to everybody else in the division. The Dolphins have a great way about them right now, mm-hmm. other than the. Just people ignoring the fact that their star wide receiver is just on heinous things. I can't imagine anybody wants to play for the Patriots right now. Like Good. if, if well, I'm a free agent wide receiver, yeah, you're that gonna is take the, the top last dollar. team on my list. You're, I don't even know if you take the top dollar anymore. Good. I don't want to pay a wide receiver a lot of money. So they wouldn't want to play there in the first place. Okay, so who cares? And I think for what reasons are you worried about? on Why that list, con- I thought you rooted for the best team in the AFC. <laughs> but I do, I do. The Buffalo so what, Bills. This guy, this guy, he's worse than you. He's worse than you. Like, on a weekly basis, he's jumping team to team. I thought you were a Dolphins fan. I made a proclamation. What do you mean jumping? I made a proclamation last week that I'm getting off of this Dolphins bandwagon, this notion that they're actual contenders. I'm hitching my wagon to Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. Okay. Boy. boy, I I can't follow him. There's too many things. There's, like, too many things. I don't know what's going on right now. Because he's an Aaron Rodgers fan, so he's a Jets fan. But then he was saying the Dolphins could be contenders. three teams in the AFC East? Yes, and one in the NFC, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It is wild. In my show sheet, under Evan Cohen, 1245 in studio, I have Josh Allen. He, 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 he. I just wanted to throw it in there some way. That's where it happened. I don't see that. Uh, on, see my it's version. only on mine. <laughs> I need I need oh. to get to my moral dilemma in a second. Let me tell you about oh, EDS. Oh, yeah, you still haven't gotten to I that. I still haven't gotten to that. EDS is, yes, edsairconditioning.com. Train comfort specialists. Hard to stop a train. They have been doing it since 2006. They're family-owned and operated. They're servicing Palm Beach County and surrounding areas. With the weather cooling off for a couple of days, this is a good time to get them out there. Check out that AC unit because it'll only be a matter of time before things get real hot again and you're having to fire off that AC unit 24-7 throughout the vast majority of the year. So take advantage. You don't have to take my advice, but I'm giving you advice right now. Make it EDS. EDS is yes. EDSairconditioning.com. That's EDSairconditioning.com. EDS is yes. 
handling your plumbing and air quality needs as well. Uh, I had my daughters here yesterday, my seven-year-old and my five-year-old. They came. It was a little bit of a daddy-daughter day. I had to uh, come in, get a couple of pieces of production done, did the show, all that. And I told them, hey, after the show, after I get everything done, we're in our new studios at the Square. And there's a lot of restaurants around. There's a lot of stuff uh, around here. And so... I'll take you out to eat, all that stuff. And they're excited. All right, awesome. They tolerated stone. And so we did our thing and I got out of here. I'm not going to give the name of the restaurant because I don't want to get the server uh, in question in trouble here in case someone from said establishment is listening. So we sat down. I ordered the girls food. It was a big dish. So they shared it. I got something and then the girls wanted dessert. So I told them, all right, it's a daddy daughter day. I'll uh I'll get you guys some dessert. Did you get them a cheesecake? I uh, got them a dessert, a okay. sweet, a sweet, a, a sweet dessert. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was a delectable treat, two of them, in fact. And so I get the bill, and I notice right away that it's only on the bill, the entrees, the one I got for my daughters that they shared, and the one for me. Neither dessert is on there. So I'm thinking, man. What should I do here? What should I do? There's here? no moral dilemma here for me. I uh, I I decided to just put the card down. Of course you did. There <laughs> yeah. was no put question in my down. mind that that was where uh-huh. this was going. I put the card down and just let it let it rip. And uh, so he picked up the card. He uh, he swiped the card. And so I was still having a moral dilemma when he put down uh, where I have to sign. And so I I still didn't point it out. But what I did do. It was like $58. Right. You just okay. added a little extra on top. I gave him like a $25 tip, like partially because thank you in case he was in on it. I don't know. Maybe he saw two cute little girls. He's like, hey, you know right. what? There you go. There is a possibility yeah. of that. I'm and, glad you acknowledge that. And so. I didn't think you would. But I gave him a, I mean, that's a pretty hefty, hefty tip there. That's a good tip right there. Um, but I was thinking about it this morning. I'm like, man, I still feel a little weird about it. Did I did I do the wrong thing? Should you I be did condemning the wrong myself? Thing, but you also made up for it by you actually did pay for the cheesecake. Is that, yeah, in theory. I'm sorry, I did. whatever the dessert is. Uh, yes, uh, yes, the the delectable treat. So, how much? If you had to guess, how much would the dessert be? Uh, probably twenty dollars combined. Twenty dollars combined. So, 50, yeah. so it would be seventy eight. Yeah. So let's see, seventy. I'm I have a calculator out. Point twenty. 20 so fifteen plus seventy eight. So the all in should have been ninety three sixty with the tip. Okay, you paid fifty eight plus twenty five. Yeah, so you actually still shortchanged it by ten dollars. Yeah. So even if in your head you feel like you did the right thing by paying for the uh-huh. dessert, I still you sh- actually didn't pay enough. Right. But 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 he ends up getting his, or the server in question ends up getting his maybe or her money maybe because she, tip or, she or he maybe had. You know, was confronted by their boss afterwards, saying, "Hey, wh- where where is the cheat? We cut you two slices of of delectable pie treat, or mm-hmm. cake, or what, whatever right. dessert treat." Yeah, and we never saw it in the bill. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, I would. There's no question in my mind. If I look at it, I would just acknowledge it to the waiter or waitress and tell them, "Hey, you didn't charge me for this." I have to be honest. Rarely do I look at the bill. I just pay it. Now that's not good either. So I definitely do that, and my wife gets on me all the time for that. Like, why wouldn't you check out the bill? I just caught it out of the corner of my eye, and I found because it looked short. I, saw I had a bill seven there. times that last night, and I paid it. 
Ooh. probably not the right thing to Mr. do. Mr. Breakers himself. Mr. I, Breakers himself. Just fancy Palm Beach dinners, hanging out at the beach. I've decided cold. I'm not a Palm Beach County guy. I'm just a Palm Beach guy. You're a Palm Beach That's how I would like to announce myself. <laughs> Respect. I am now a Palm Beach guy. Uh, that not is, a Palm Beach County guy. Uh-huh. There's a difference. There's oh, there's a difference. A difference. I, 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 I lived a, in West Palm and Boynton for 20 years. This guy. I'm yeah. now an island guy. Uh, he's a Palm Beacher. I'm an island man. Jesus, I see man. no dilemma with what you did. Me and the island boys. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, boy. That's a whole different type of deal. Aren't they from Palm Beach County? They're I from Broward. So. I, I think they live in Broward. I, I think, think they do Coral live in Coral Springs. Yeah. Yep. No, I heard they were um, you shouldn't know that, Jets but. fans, Dolphins fans, Bills fans, and Bucks fans, those two. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who are we yeah. missing? No, that's just, you look through the glass. That's right there. There yeah. you go. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's a dilemma at all, man. I think it's standard procedure. Standard procedure? I mean, it's it's a situation that I pray for, personally. <laughs> you pray for that. It's a situation that I know did- Theo Dorsey would execute the same exact way. I yeah. also don't think that he would tip as much as you did, so I think you're good here. Did I, did I do the wrong thing morally by not pointing out to the server bringing my my kids out to a meal yesterday at a restaurant here at the square did i do the wrong thing not pointing out that uh they didn't put on the two dessert items on the bill and i just went about it business as usual did i do the wrong thing was i morally incorrect 888-760-3776 888-760-3776 that's 888-760-3776 evan says Yes. I, I, I no, wrong. here's what you did. I was wrong. You did the wrong thing, but you did what 99% of the people who are listening probably would do. I mean, that, that's the reality. If some, Here's what it comes down to. You get a check at a restaurant, and then they don't include everything. Mm-hmm. Do you tell the server you missed some things? And, by the way, we should also hear from the, the people who actually work at restaurants. Did... What happens? Yeah. Do you get in trouble? Does that even get noticed? Does it get discovered? I mean, they have to take inventory on some food, I would think. Yeah. Now, this this venue, I mean, a, a notoriously, famously large menu. Uh, so I don't know. I, I just don't know. went there. I don't lunch. know. Uh-huh. They literally said to my wife and kids, uh, you'll notice on page 17. I'm like, <laughs> page 17? What is uh, it, a Torah? <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, was I morally wrong not pointing out that uh, they left desserts off of my bill and I just paid? I just paid for it. I just paid for it. And 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 uh, like Evan said, if you're in the service industry, the restaurant industry, uh, more specifically, do you get in trouble for something like that? Do they check up on you with something like that? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Stone, where are we starting here? Kevin, Lake Worth. Kevin in Lake Worth on Levicka, Theo, and Stone featuring Evan Cohen for now. What's up, Kev? For now. What's <laughs> happening to me? Hey, guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, hey, first off, Ev, love hearing you in the mornings. You're, you're making ESPN Radio a lot better over there, so I, I appreciate what you and the whole crew are doing over there. Thank you. I appreciate um, it. But secondly, uh, no, I don't, I don't find it that immoral. Uh, I Working as a, one of my side jobs, I work at a brewery. Uh, I have a question for you because uh, what you did isn't bad because at least you, like, tipped the, the, the server yeah. an extra amount than you normally would. I try to would. take care of them. Now I, exactly. <laughs> now, I had somebody come in a, a couple weeks ago. They, got a, they, they do all these different uh, game nights at this one brewery, and mm-hmm. – they give them, like, these uh, gift cards if you win. So this couple, um, they had about a $90 tab with everything, with food, drink, and all that. They got, like, $75 worth of gift cards. 
So they used all the gift cards there, but they tipped based off of the final uh, amount, which was like $15. Oh, that sucks. So they well, you can't do that. Remember, I'm an island $4. guy now. Uh, yeah. You tip on the whole thing. Yeah, a Palm Beach would never do Palm anything Beach. like that. No, we would now, not. Uh, so I would say that that's more wrong than what I did, not pointing out uh, what's missing on the bill and just paying per usual. People that use gift cards and then tip off of what the amount is post-gift card math, that actually is the cheapest of cheap. See, that's right actually, along the line with Dine to, and Dash. Ken, so, you have to add. So, so you, here's the thing. It Let's say, even, wait, hold on a second, Kevin. Let's say you had a $50 gift card. Yeah. It's a $60 meal. I think you almost have to look at the meal as 70 to 80 and tip off of 70 to 80 and give a higher tip when you're using the this I don't know, maybe it's just me. I have a guilt in using yeah, a gift a, card. Yeah, there's a compensation dining guilt there. Absolutely. Yeah, but, Kevin, this one's on your brewery because typically on those gift cards, they say you can only use... After you win them, you can't use them the same day or night that you won that oh, I prize. Oh, I know. So I, uh, it, it gets even worse. So not only do they do that, they they leave or they go back to their table. Then they come back, and I thought they were like, because the wife came over. Oh, I I I have to fix this. I have to fix this. So I thought she was going to be like, oh, okay, uh, she's going to fix the tip. She said that she was charged one more beer than she actually was. Yeah, these people can't be let back into the brewery. Like the, these people, like I'm you a, need to have like the UFC. It's the worst thing I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, you need to have their photo at the door, and as soon as someone sees them, they get bounced out of the place. That is that is completely unacceptable. People, stop being cheap. If you're going to be that cheap, don't go out and eat. Don't go to restaurants. Don't go to to establishments. It's not worth it for you. Meanwhile, I say this is the guy who didn't point out that there were uh, two dessert items left off of my uh, bill yesterday. You know, I'm going back to Palm Beach Island tonight for dinner. <laughs> Oh boy. Pastel pants, here I come, baby. <laughs> uh, we'll let Evan go get ready for dinner. Uh, let him get back to the island. 5.30 start time. Of, no, I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. Uh, thank you. We'll talk to you next Thursday. You're welcome. All right, buddy. Thanks, uh, Owen. Th- that, <laughs> that Easy is there, stoned. Evan Owen Cohen uh, with us here on Levicka, Theo, and Stone. When we return, we continue to count you down to a Levicka, Theo, and Stone New Year's. The legendary ball drop from the square in downtown West Palm. If you're in the area, make sure to be there around 150. It is our annual ball drop from the square in downtown West Palm Beach as we ring in the New Year's. Year, Lavica Theo and Stone style, because, well, this is our uh, last show of the year. That's Stone the Banowitz. I'm Ken Lavica. Lavica Theo and Stone, ESPN 1063. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Lavica Theo and Stone on ESPN 1063. This seems a little bit ridiculous. Uh, Dan Wolken. Covers college football for USA Today, national columnist. He tweeted the following just about 50 minutes ago. Interesting nugget from Rose Bowl media session this morning. Alabama hasn't let players watch film on their own iPads as they usually do as a protective measure due to the Michigan sign-stealing scandal. They're only watching in groups. Like, what are we doing here with that? They think that Michigan is trying to infiltrate the Alabama inner circle and find a disgruntled Alabama player and gain access to the tablet, to the iPad? This makes what are no, we doing? This makes no sense. Like, what are we doing? Like, Technology-wise, I don't even get it. 
Did Michigan bug the Alabama iPads? Can only watch in groups? Like, stop it, guys. It was a dude with a phone. It was a dude with a phone. Oh, that reminds me, too. UCF hiding its signs during the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. USF. Or USF. What did I say? UCF? Yeah. USF hiding its signs from the sideline during the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. What is the point of that? What are you doing? What are you doing? Last game of the year, and you're playing a team that has a uh, tight end as a quarterback. Nobody wants that tape. Uh, Come on, dude. Nobody. And if you're not changing your signs going into next year, then you're just lazy. Absolutely. College football is so paranoid. It is so epically, annoyingly paranoid. It's run by psychopaths. It is. It it, it legitimately is. I, I firmly believe that almost every single college football coach is a complete psychopath. I've never been proven otherwise. You 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 spend a lot more time than I do. You've played under them. They're crazy people. I've run through different staffs, mixes <laughs> and matches, all different grown ass men. All of them psychopaths. Ridiculous. It is absolutely ridiculous. Um tonight, as we pointed out earlier, rooting for Gang Green. We're Jets fans tonight. J E T S Jets. 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 Browns. Can you please open up the Prize Picks app? Let's do one. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So we're rooting for the Jets. We're playing the best daily fantasy prize picks. Prize picks. Use the promo code KLVW to deposit up to $100. Why are we rooting for the Jets tonight? Because it would be nice to knock the bronze out of the number one AFC seed picture. It would be nice. Just a little peace of mind for Dolphins fans, okay? Uh, Joe Flacco, Joe Flacco, Browns quarterback, Joe Flacco, prize picks, more than or less than 233 and a half passing yards. Let's go less than because 99% of the bets are on more than. Okay. What are we going to do here? We're going to fade the public. Okay. So Flacco, fewer than two. And and again, this is in Cleveland. So fewer than 233 and a half passing yards for Joe Flacco on the other side. Trevor Simeon. Trevor Simeon. Jets quarterback. Boy, 176 and a half. That's the number. More than or less than 176 and a half passing yards for old Trev. Can we skip that? Uh, sure. Want to go to receiving yards? Yeah, Wanna... let's go to Garrett Wilson. Uh, Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson. And his number's in the 70s. Uh, his number is indeed in the 70s. 79 and a half. 79 and a half. More than or less than 79 and a half. Oh, God. Let's go less than because okay. that's more than half of what Simeon's projected Right, to get. right. Yeah, that's a great call. Uh, let's go to the rush game, the running game. Brees Hall, Brees Hall, Brees Hall. More than less than 45 and a half on the ground. Let's more go, than less than. Let's go more than there. All right, we're going to go more than there. Why don't we do a fourth? Uh, put in 20 to win 200. How about that? How about that? How about that? Do we want to do uh, passing touchdowns? Yeah, yeah. Let's. Oh! Trevor Simeon, more than less than half a touchdown. We could totally go more than. Okay. More than for for Trevor Simeon. There you go. I don't hate that card. That's how you play prize picks. We're going less than passing yards, Joe Flacco. Less than receiving yards, Garrett Wilson. More than uh, 45 and a half rushing yards for uh, Brees Hall. And more than half of a touchdown pass for Trevor Simeon. And if that cash is in, I put in 20, win 200. That's how you do pick four. There's a whole lot of other games you can play, a whole lot of other sports you can focus on with prize picks. The best daily fantasy, prize picks, promo code KLV. Double that deposit up to $100. Double the deposit up to $100 with prize picks and the promo code KLV.
TV. Are you excited for the Canes and the Pinstripe Bowl? Uh, does that does that get you uh, get you going? I am so scared that it's not even funny. I have no idea what product they're about to put out there. Curry Brown's getting the start. It's supposed to be 40 degrees and raining. Is in there New any York. truth to the rumor that they basically just dipped into the NIL fund to pay him to be the quarterback, and then he's going to the portal right after the game? I would uh, venture that to not be true. Okay. I don't think Mario's a fool. He's not going to be treated like a fool. Uh, there's no reason to pay Jacoby Brown. He's really done nothing for... Well, if you need a quarterback, because you don't have any other quarterbacks... No, you sit him down and you tell him, hey, if you're thinking about going in the portal, you use this as an audition. What you do is you be a good teammate here, you go out there and give 110%, and if you do want to go elsewhere, it'll be predicated off of how you play against Rutgers. So how about you go play your ass off? That's it. There's nothing more you tell him. You don't owe a 19-year-old kid thousands of dollars hell no uh so this is the final show of the year the final lavica theo and stone of the year we have uh the gator bowl tomorrow we have the gator bowl the tomorrow. gator bowl the gator bowl is tomorrow noon kickoff right here on espn 106.3 so this is our last show of the year we'll be back january 2nd with our florida state tribute show because again i'm not watching the college football playoff uh and so I, I want to make sure that we're talking Florida State football on January second. You guys can you guys can all break down you you can all break down Alabama and Michigan. You can all break down Washington and uh, uh, Texas. You can break those down. We're going to talk about the team that should have been in the college football playoff. Can I elect to have a muted mic that day? Sure. I don't want to talk For about you. Florida State. Okay. Well, I'm going to I'm going to talk about Florida State. I don't want to give the whiny babies any material that'll make them happy. Well, they Cuz they watched USC last night hang 42 on a Louisville team they scored 16 on. Oh yeah, Bowl USC results with a, don't uh, matter. Bowl results don't matter. They don't Louisville's matter. out there playing their they squad. Don't, they don't they, it doesn't matter. It does hung, not matter. Hung 42 they on weren't inspired. Triple. They weren't inspired. Here, I'm going to use the line that everybody <laughs> uses when they lose a bowl game. They weren't inspired. They didn't want to be there. There. There you go. I I explained it away. Doesn't matter. It wasn't for a championship. It was for uh, it was it was for well, was that the mayonnaise bowl? <laughs> that was the no, that was not. That was UNC West Virginia. Was oh, the that's Mayo right. Bowl. West Virginia won the uh, the Duke Mayo Bowl. By the way, yeah, I just want everybody to know Lincoln Riley did what Mike Norvell couldn't. Simple as that. Okay. Uh, wait, what's that? Hang forty two actually beat okay, up. I thought on you meant Louisville beat team. Louisville. Like, they beat Louisville sixteen to seven. In bad weather. Come on. In now. a championship game. Stop with, it, with man. With some kid we didn't even know existed. You guys are just reaching. Uh, Neil Braun, West Virginia head coach, uh, last night after winning the Duke Mayo Bowl. <laughs> See if you can hear the moment that the mayonnaise poured on him after the game, the celebratory mayonnaise pour. See if you can hear the moment it hit him uh, with a, a loud, wet thwack right on the top of the head. There it was. There it was. You it was can like hear vomit. it's wet. Yeah, it sound it definitely sounds like vomit. Let's hear it one more time. It's a thwack. Listen closely. There it is. There it is. Ugh. That's so gross. That is so undeniably gross. I'm not going to judge people for liking mayonnaise. I will. I'm saying it's a uh, outside of the top 10 condiment. <laughs> hey, I, I'm going to start using that. In a world of not a ton of condiments, it's outside of the top 10. <laughs> right. it, there's maybe 10, and it's yeah. outside and of the it's 10. it's outside of the top 10, okay? But I will say Duke's Mayo, 
Boy, have they marketed the hell out of themselves. That is a premier branding opportunity, and they've taken advantage of it without question. Uh, What we're going to do, uh, because this is the last show of the year, as I was discussing, uh, we are going to have our annual ball drop at the square downtown West Palm Beach. Feel free if you work in the area, live in the area, start heading that way. Uh, Stone and marketing director Courtney are uh, going to head down towards the square, and we are going to uh, drop our ball off of the balcony of the square downtown West Palm Beach. 155 is when we start our Lavica Theo and Stone New Year. 155 p.m. Eastern time. So Stone's going to be out there. Marketing Director Courtney's going to be there. Come celebrate with us, won't you? Count down with us and let's ring in the new year. Uh, Lavica Theo and Stone style at the square in downtown West Palm Beach. I'm very excited about this. It's always a rousing occasion every single year, Stone. Uh, it's great to be with, with friends of show. Great to be with the human population as we turn the calendar on another year of Lavica Theo and Stone with our ceremonial ball drop off of the balcony of the square. It really is memories etched in time. So make sure that you have your phones ready. Make sure you have the video rolling. And make sure that you appreciate this occasion. Because it only happens once a year. New York City has its lame ball drop in Times Square. We have our great ball drop. Levica, Theo, and Stone at the square in West Palm Beach. So Stone and Marketing Director Courtney are going to head that direction. Join them, and we will ring in the new year, the Levica, Theo, and Stone new year with our ball drop at The Square when we come back. That's Stone Lebanowitz. I'm Ken Levica, Levica, Theo, and Stone, ESPN 106.3. Poor, poor Christian Cat, the audible assassin. Hey! He's been suckered in to doing New Year's duty. This is not what he anticipated when he came in today to prepare for the home team. On behalf of everybody involved with this show, I apologize for what you're about to be involved in, Cat. Just happy to be involved. Team player. Team player. We appreciate that. Uh, we are embarking. We are now about four minutes away. We're uh, actually a little less than four minutes away from ringing in the new Lavica, Theo, and Stone New Year. Here on ESPN 106.3, New York City has its ball drop at Times Square. We have our ball drop at The Square in downtown West Palm Beach. This is the last show of the year. And so we celebrate accordingly. As soon as the clock strikes 155, it's 2024 on the Levica Theo and Stone calendar. Uh, do we have do we have Stone Labanowitz from the square, Sea Cat? We sure do. Okay. Stone, what is the scene down there at the square? I I'm sure there's confetti abound and there's a massive crowd of people at the square in downtown West Palm Beach uh, that is anticipating this moment. Hey Ken, everybody is here. They knew we were doing this. I haven't seen this excitement in West Palm Beach in such a long time. I'm surrounded by a couple hundred people mm-hmm. who are so excited for the ball drop. Marketing director Courtney has the ball above me. I cannot express the excitement around me right now, Ken. Now, can you can you uh, describe the ball? Because we know at Times Square they put a whole bunch of crystals on it and there's lights and uh, it takes them a while to put the ball together for it to drop on New Year's Eve. Can you describe to the fine folks in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast, from your vantage point, what does the ball look like at the square? Yeah, so it's a 
deflated NFL football that Tom Brady probably used to use. It's surrounded by duct tape. There is some banner lining in 2024. Uh-huh. It's taped over the front of the football. I tell you what, I've never seen anything such like this. Wow, what a sight to behold. What a sight to behold. It is 1.53 and 30 seconds. So that means that we are about 90 seconds out. Do I have that math going, right? Sir? Get yeah. ready for the ball drop. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, if, is there anybody that I can talk to? I just want to gauge the excitement out there at the square uh, for this uh, Levicka Theo and Stone ball drop. Anybody that I can uh, I can uh, gauge the excitement level with and, and wish them a happy new year? Listen, not a lot of them know what's going on, so I wouldn't want to bother them. Because uh-huh. I'm going to hand them the phone, and they're going to be talking to a random man. Okay. Uh, well, to ask him what his name is. Wondering what's going on. Screen him. Screen him. What's his name? What's his name? Ask him if he wants to jump on the air and uh, celebrate with me. Sir, sir, is there a chance that you'd want to hop on ESPN Radio and celebrate New Year's Eve, the ball drop we have above us today? I'm live on the radio right now if you would want to What's hop his on. name? Ask him what his name is. What's your name? Mike. Mike, Mike says he's okay, Ken. They just want to see the ball drop. All right, Mike, Mike, uh, Mike, go ahead and stay put, though, because you're going to want to see this. We are 30 seconds away, 30 seconds away. Uh, Stone, uh, I hope you have someone near you that you love, uh, and, and make sure you embrace them because we're about to celebrate the new year going into 2024. Levicka, Theo, and Stone. Stone, we have 20 seconds. We have 20 seconds left to go before wow. we drop this ball. Everybody get ready. Everybody, Everybody count down ready. with us. Everybody count down with us with us here we go 10 9 8 7 6 5 4 3 2 1 happy new year happy lavica theo and stone new year we're into 2024 what a year it was of terrible football predictions gloating about the heat the panthers and fau Disrespecting national radio hosts. And sometimes bodily functions on air. And through it all, we stayed together as one. A true testament to the human spirit. And today we celebrate a chance for all those things to occur again. And to spread goodwill throughout mankind in 2024. And probably more bodily functions. Stone, Happy New Year. Happy Levicka Theo and Stone New Year. Thank you, Levicka Theo and Stone. Uh, I can't quite hear I'm surrounded by hundreds. I'm surrounded by hundreds right now. I apologize. Palpable excitement. My God. My God, it brings a tear to your eye. Times Square has nothing on this. When you're sitting there watching Ryan Seacrest, he ain't no Dick Clark, handling the proceedings on New Year's Eve, just understand that you were a part of this today. This is the real new year. We have turned the page, and we head to 2024, the year of Levicka, Theo, and Stone. <laughs> Guys, make sure, make sure to get home safely, okay? Get home safely. He says get home safely, guys. Yeah, get home safely. Stone, you too. You have family at home, all right? Let's make sure we start 2024 in a safe manner. Love you, buddy. Love you guys. Thank you so much. All right, all right. Boy, I tell you what, Christian. Yeah. I'm emotional. How I are you? Will, I will forever remember where I was. Levicka, Theo, and Stone, fake New Year 2023. Mm-hmm. Before? I, yeah, well, I, now we're in 2024. That no. was 2023. Okay. You're right. No, you were there. You were there. 
Wow. Um, it is an honor to share this moment with you. And uh, here's to a great, great year. My resolution, my resolution is to properly predict a last place finish for the Jets next Ooh. year. That's my Levicka Theo and Stone New Year's resolution. To all of you who listen consistently, semi-regularly, or you just tune into this and you're wondering, what the hell am I listening to? Happy New Year to you all. We'll talk to you in 2024. This, for Stone Lebanowitz and Theo Dorsey, I'm Ken Levicka. Thank you, Cat. This has been Levicka Theo and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Bye-bye.